Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexia Jewels. I'm Janie Black, and today I have an amazing guest with me, and I can't wait for her to share her story. Her name is Rachel Pasola. She is an artist, and she is an art teacher for Project Human X. So welcome, Rachel. I am so excited <laughs> to talk to you today. I've been waiting for this all day. <laughs> I have a too. <laughs> so Rachel, you know, tell me a little bit about how your dyslexia journey got started. Um, well, I noticed um, as I was a child, I noticed that I was just so much different than everybody else when it comes to, well, most things when it comes to spelling and math or I could do flashcards all day long. Yeah. But unless, I mean, even when it came to like patterns and stuff, I, I didn't get them right, no matter what, unless I memorized them. And sometimes I would stop playing and stuff with friends. So I would go memorize these things. So I wouldn't look silly in class or so people wouldn't look, you know, down on me and I didn't understand what was going on so I started to get to the point where I was rebellious in school I would purposely try to cause problems or talk to the other kids in class so the teacher would be like okay she's just not paying attention so that's why she's not doing this correct that way it didn't bring attention to what really was going on because I didn't even really know and so I, you know, opened up and spoke with my mom and dad about it. And then we went and talked to my care provider and, you know, we determined that that's what it was and that's what I had. And I was very, very um, quiet about it because like, why am I so different? And I, it wasn't until recently where I was like, okay, where I started to, you know, kind of admit more to it. Um, but it, it, I, it helped me focus on other things. My focus mainly was always on music alone. And then it started to shift towards other art forms. And um, I never understood why, you know, I'm like, I can be so, I don't understand anything here, but I like just succeed here. And I never understood. And, but I, I'm learning to love it. So yeah. it's, it's really interesting why, you know, you talk about how you you're quiet about it. And I know a lot of people with dyslexia are, you know, and there's um, families that don't want people to know that their children have it. Why do you think that is? I think uh, why, hmm, why people wouldn't want people to know well, because yeah. people are, the world is cruel. People make fun of other people, you know, when I, you know, when I was a kid, they made fun of you for everything, you know, and now it seems like it has just gotten even worse. Um, I couldn't imagine it now. Um, in some ways it's better in some ways it's worse, but kids are sometimes even more cruel than adults. And so parents want to keep those things quiet. Um, not just dyslexia, other issues, you know, that other kids might have or other illnesses. And, um, I feel like they try to do it for their protection, but it's not necessarily protecting them. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's what they mean well. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, the attention as well. That's why I'm so passionate about changing the perception of dyslexia, because if people truly understood it more, they would know mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with intelligence. You know, it's just right. the way that we just learn different. So you are such an incredible artist. And I, I am going to put all your links um, in the social media post so people can check you out. But when did you first like discover like, wow, you know, <laughs> really good at this. <laughs> oh, at the art. Well, yes. believe it or not, um, October of this past year, 2020, um, it, it just became very clear to me. I knew uh, two summers ago, um, I was in a car accident and um, I had a traumatic brain injury. And I felt like it made my dyslexia 10 times worse. I was just like, what is happening? I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm never going to talk again. Uh, Like even for the first couple of days in the hospital, I really couldn't talk. But then when I was ready to talk and I was able to speak, I just didn't even want to. I was like, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, you know, but I started to heal. And as I was healing um, physically, I was also healing mentally in other ways. And I was, I felt just a sudden change of things. And I started to feel like I needed to create more. So I started sewing and doing crocheting. I don't crochet, you know, and I found myself doing all these different kind of things. And then one day I was just, my friend, uh, one of my friends was like, let's go to this paint night thing at Project Human X. Um, oh, cool. And I got, I went down there and I was like, sure, we'll go do a paint and sip thing. And I was going through this separation divorce thing. And so I was like, let's just, why not? You know, kid free tonight, let's do it. And I went down there and I was just goofing off and I painted this thing super quickly and it was beautiful. And everybody's like, did you, did, did, have you ever painted before? And I was like, no, this is my first time. And I'm just over here, not a clue what I'm doing, you know? And I did later that evening, I was like, I had a really good time doing that. That was very therapeutic for me. I felt healing from it. And I had started to decide that once I um, got away from the situation that I was in and on a place of my own, that I would start to create and paint every single day. My kids behind me. I see that. I love it. We're just real. (laughs) We're real people. (laughs) Um, So I started to, once I finally got in my own place and uh, this past October, I just, started buying canvases and paint and brushes didn't have a clue what I was doing. And then just, I couldn't stop. And I been doing it, um, probably painting three, sometimes four pieces a day and painting on things. And, um, my roommate thought I was crazy at first because (laughs) I just started bringing canvases in at first. It was like, okay, so is this a manic phase? Is this what's happening here? And it just took off. And I just haven't stopped and it's been the best healing for me ever. And I've been able to actually speak and just be myself and I've just not been afraid to, you know, that's so, so beautiful. And what I love about it is I always say like, you know, what, what we create, you know, um, cause for some of it, it's like me, I'm, I just love to create. And sometimes in the process I create art, you know, but mm-hmm. it's so healing and it is like everything that's inside getting it out, you know, on that canvas. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I feel about your art too. 
it speaks, you know, it speaks to me and, you know, that, that is powerful. It's healing in so, so many ways. So yeah, every single piece of art represents an experience. So depending on how I'm feeling that day, you know, people ask me, why are you doing these creepy looking characters? Or (laughs) I, I go off of how I'm feeling. Like if I'm feeling angry that day, I'm going to paint something that gears more towards it but in the end I'm not going to be angry anymore and there's going to be this beautiful piece you know I try to explain that but it's always based off of that and that's why I feel like people can feel my art I guess because I felt it you know there's a lot of things that go involved into it yeah it's more than just a painting for sure Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um why do you think it's so important that you know, we do work to change the perception of dyslexia. I mean, we talked a little bit about, you know, then people would understand more quickly, but, you know, why is it so important that our world really values and supports people with dyslexia? Do you feel? I feel it's important because there's so many of us out there and they're scared to voice themselves because they're afraid of people mocking them I haven't started a YouTube channel and I don't go live often on any of my social medias because I'm always afraid of speaking something wrong I practice it so many times and I try and speak slowly and but sometimes I still mess up and I'm always in fear of what they're going to say but I've learned to start like making little jokes about it or things not necessarily like making fun of myself or anything but being like hey this is me this is who I am this is what you get you know and I'm pretty cool I paint <laughs> you know yeah. so it's like, I give everybody this you know like you, there's something special that every person has everybody has a talent and I believe that everybody with dyslexia has some kind of amazing artistic talent and we just have to kind of tap into it but some people are just afraid because they're afraid to speak Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally can relate to that. You know, I was, I was sharing with you too, you know, how I finally got to this point in my life where I was like, I can either live in fear and not do what I want to do, or I can just be okay with making mistakes and saying the wrong word. And it's like you said, it's not like you're making fun of yourself, but when I say something wrong, I do laugh about it because I'm not perfect you know, right. but none of us are perfect. And exactly. so it's, you know, vulnerability is strength. So yeah. um, if you could say something to someone with dyslexia, um, who's maybe struggling and needs some inspiration, what would you say to them? I would tell them to be yourself, you know, be transparent, be just be you and all of the right people will find you and they will love you for it. I mean, I have been noticing more people there for me ever since I've been transparent before I felt even more alone, but that's because I was in hiding, not in hiding. There's going to be more people there to love you and they're going to accept you because everybody has their own flaws. You just have to be, this is me, you know, I, and it's, it's very hard to overcome, but I believe that it's also the best thing and in that I think there's happiness. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That's so beautifully said too, Rachel. I love Thank it. You. 
Yeah, I love it. Well, you have, I mean, this podcast is all about inspiring um, other people and sharing people's journey with dyslexia. And you have definitely inspired me. So there you go. Accomplished, right? And I do, <laughs> I do hope um, that it inspires someone else and truly just really listen to Rachel's words, you know, wherever you are in your journey, um, keep moving along, right? And right. realize that it is a beautiful gift because there's so many positive things about having dyslexia too. There really are. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for being my guest today. And Absolutely. we, yeah. And we will see um, everybody else on the next episode of Dyslexia Duels. Bye, everybody. <laughs>